RNZ National, time for Tech Tuesday. Daniel Watson from Vertec IT Services joins us now. Hi, Dan. G'day, it's a shiny afternoon. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it, in Auckland? And, um, well, I guess it was inevitable. You, like everyone else, are beginning to think about the general election. Yeah, it's something I think about once every three years. <laughs> and, and, and the rest of the time... I focus on, you know, all the other things I'm busy with in my life, but most of the time I don't really pay much attention to politics. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not good to be completely disengaged from politics. So there's a couple of things I tend to do to try and get me back into the swing of things and understanding what's happening around. Great. Um, the political. Yeah, there's a couple of, uh, and you're not talking about um, spruiking for one particular party. In fact, you're finding... No. neutral websites that can might help people make a decision yeah yeah and and what i've what in our family because you know our, our uh our kids are now voting age it's actually quite spawned some quite interesting conversations um uh the first one i'd mention is uh is excellent because it's been going for a while it's um uh, political compass yeah if you just google that political compass.org um, they do it for multiple countries, um, but there's some good commentary on there as well. But what it is is a it's a questionnaire, and they they're putting to you in this one um, not specific policy questions that are happening, but more about uh, finding out what your opinions are on certain topics uh, that might be related to the uh, published manifestos or political uh, stances of various parties or in their speeches for that matter. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's, a, it's a pretty comprehensive kind of um, questionnaire. It, it runs through various different topics of uh, social, political, economic uh, type uh, facets. And then it gives you a result on where you sit according to various uh, political parties' positions. Uh, and it's and it's quite interesting. It splits between um, uh, authoritarianness um, versus um, uh, libertarianism. And um, um, what's the other aspect of left it? Left and right. So left and right in the political spectrum. Le- yeah, left and right and um, uh, authoritarianness versus um, libertarian, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, because a party, you, know, you can have parties that are um, diametrically opposed on one scale, but are actually could be both very authoritarian or both very liberal, but their political, um, the economic policies might be quite far apart. Uh, so it's interesting to, to see where you come out on that. Yeah. Uh, um... in, Sorry, I was going to say there's an economic scale and a social scale. So the economic scale is left-right and the social scale is libertarian-authoritarian. I think members of our political parties might be quite surprised where they find themselves on the political compass um, analysis. For example, New Zealand First and National occupying almost the exact same spots in that uh, double-axis diagram and labor very close to them um yeah labor labor put very far right i guess that's right economically but also um on the authoritarian side i I don't know if traditional labor supporters or traditional labor ideologues would agree with that or not but um certainly thought-provoking i'm pretty sure it's changing over time 
Um, and, and in New Zealand, we're, what's the word? Um, our political system is quite a bit different from where we hear about, you know, because often we're consuming news from the United States mm. and from Australia. I mean, most of our political parties are to the left of most other people's um yeah, you know, right wing parties. Yeah, that's so, why I found this so interesting. I mean, we, we would Labour and National would be probably by most people's analysis to the uh, to the left of the US Democratic Party, for example. Um, <laughs> Quite. Yeah, interesting. I'd be, uh, I'd love for people to have a look at politicalcompass.org. Um, click on the New Zealand general election and, and tell me what you think. Yeah, what, what's the other one? Yeah. Oh, the other one. At the risk of sending people away from the RNZ website, um, is votecompass.tvnz.co.nz. Um, that one is so different. It, it goes economic and social, but it's looking at progressive versus conservative policies, left versus right. So it doesn't look at the the dictatorial versus uh, you know that that slant, but it does have similar results. I was quite surprised that I I ended up when I did this questionnaire. Uh, questioning being more closely linked with the Opportunities Party, which I'd never heard of before. Right, so that then itself. That, I, I hear that a lot. Um, I hear that a lot. That's often where people end up on that spectrum, and I, and I think it's kind of quite telling that that party only polls somewhere between 1% and 4%, depending on what poll you look at. <laughs> so it, it kind of suggests that we kind of like having a bit of a club, like we like having a team. Yes. More, uh, more than we like voting for you. exactly the policies that we that we um, are aligned to, possibly. It's a theory. Uh, yeah, the other thing is probably more about the human condition and tribalism, and that's just kind yeah. of how we are. Mm-hmm. Um, however, looking through there, like, so to get what I tend to do in these kind of situations is I go, oh, that's interesting. Okay, I'll go and have a look. And I'll go look at their websites and read up on their policies. And that, you know, that might actually change my decision, right? Because otherwise, if you just kind of go, you know, this election is the same as the last election, I'll just continue to vote in the same way. Uh, then you, you get a bit ossified and you're not really understanding where the ground is right now because parties change their direction. I mean, remember what happened in 1984? You know, like that Rogernomics was a big shift coming out of the Labour Party, complete deregulation. That would be more akin to, well, act. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> which it ended up forming which as formed, a result yeah. of that. <laughs> Along with Richard Preble, who is also in that cabinet. Interesting. Yeah. So I said there's 30 propositions mm. uh, on that one news vote compass that you um, that you've you know, give an answer to, and at the end it spits out a uh, a solution of who you should vote for. Mm. Well, how much you agree with the parties, um, whether you choose to vote with them is up to you. But you're better informed as a result, or it piques your interest, and you can start doing some investigations, which is worth doing, I think, just so that people understand what they are actually voting for. Because, like you said, you know, it's it, it, actually one thing it, in that one I did not like is it asked you the question of um, how much do you like and then it gave you a selection of different political leaders I was like well how much I like them doesn't really shouldn't really matter all that much that's right? interesting we're not, yeah we're not picking who's going to be leading the, the you know the, um, the game of um, uh, bull rush in the schoolyard you know like I like this guy so I want him to be I'll pick him first no it's actually the leaders should be less important, I, I believe, than than um, their ability to be a good manager of of um, oh, basically a herd of cats, which yeah. most politicians are. Got it. Well, I have uh, fun playing with that one, people. A um, couple of other sort of politically themed websites you've spotted or uh, news you've spotted around the globe. Uh, Google 
and uh, YouTube have announced that they are going to put some restrictions on artificial intelligence and political ads, which given that we now know that you can use AI to generate quite impressively realistic deep fakes, right? It's no longer something relegated to shadowy governmental organizations. This is something that anybody can do and produce at relatively low cost. And this is the kind of stuff which can end up poisoning the political discourse because mm -hmm. it will affect how people ultimately will vote. Because, you know, there's that first mover type advantage that if, you know, a lie gets around the world um, before then, you know, truth gets its boots on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a worry that I have is, uh, and it's good to see that Google is doing something about it. However, you know, that other big monster in the room, Facebook, its stance on this kind of thing is it's up to the local laws. It will abide by local laws. And New Zealand is somewhat kind of the wild, wild west of the internet. We're, we're, we're quite progressive and we're also quite liberal, even if most people think, you know, we're in any state. We're actually, it's very easy to do business here. It's very easy to do pretty much anything, yeah. uh, which means that... Liberal in a conservative uh, yeah. sort of way. Liberal in that we kind of take quite a while to get around to doing anything about uh, adapting to the world around us, some might argue. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're kind of unique. It's not a terrible thing, but it's something to be aware of that we're, we need to be looking out for these kind of things and then educating our, our rangatahi to be aware how they might be manipulated in ways that, you know, the traditional schooling syllabus probably hasn't even picked up on this kind of stuff yet. It may may do. Very interesting. Great chat, yeah. Dan. Um, thank you for those Great pointers. Stuff. The political compass and the TVNZ vote compass are the two ones Dan recommended for thinking about this year's election. Dan Watson, head of Vertec IT Services. Great to chat to you today. Yeah, I hope that generates a whole bunch of interesting conversations at home. Not too many fights. <laughs>